this thing? Sort of absorbatrix. Absorber clon, absorberlock. Absorberlock, yeah. Not from Rhexacorocophalopatorius, are you? No, I'm not the swine. I spit on them. Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Linda. I'm Juliana. And this is episode 12 of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast. This week we're talking about season 2, episode 10, Love and Monsters, and episode 11, Fear Her. Tish and I are your seasoned Whovians, and Linda is our resident new Whovian. So, Linda, how far have you watched? Um, since we last got together, I've made very little progress <laughs> on my Doctor Who watching. Somewhere in se- towards the end of season five? Yeah, I just finished watching the Slith... Silurians. Yes. <laughs> the lizard people. The lizard people. <laughs> what do you think about the lizard people? Well, at first I was like, just, who are these people? But apparently they were on Earth before humans, is yeah. that right? Yeah. So we were, like, invading them, but, like, I, like, already started with the perspective of, like, oh no, these are alien invasive species. Yeah. But... But then they're like, no, you are invading us. Yeah. Yeah, so that was it's different. Yeah. Yeah. It was like meeting someone new at a bad time in their life. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, they're not all bad people, but, like, they're, they're well, that one bitch was really angry. But then that <laughs> one, like, lady who, like, killed her girlfriend and she's like okay come down and then we'll release your people once you release our people and then yeah. she killed her and I was like oh my god oh my god how is this gonna work out <laughs> Doctor does that good in some episodes like showing how people react in crazy situations and it's not it doesn't always bring out the best in people no not, not everyone is the worst. Like, not everyone is like the doctor or his companions that like rise to the challenge yeah I've when your family's in danger, you just freak out. A lot of people, yeah. Which, I mean, it's... Understandable. Yeah. It's and they very don't, true to human nature. It's like exactly. green monsters, like, invading your world. You're, you know... I'm not gonna lie. I probably would not rise to the occasion. <laughs> I would run away. Scared. <laughs> I wouldn't even... even fuck. Have <laughs> yeah. Alright, uh, news... Not a lot of news, guys. Not really. It's just getting ready for season nine, which is soon. Yeah. Uh, so there's a second trailer with a little bit more detail. Not, Not just, like, scary, like, images. There's a few, like, di- some dialogue. It's yeah. still very intense. Yeah, it's going to be a wild ride this season. Like, it's going to be, like, it's going to be fucking it's crazy. Yeah. Dark. Also in the trailer... He's wearing a hoodie, <laughs> which I find very funny, because he's, like, an old man, yeah, yeah. and he, he started out with, like, this really nice suit with, like, a long coat, and then some of these clips, he's, like, in a hoodie. I was like, what? What is happening? <laughs> too old for that. And he's trying to, like, blend in and be cool, like, yeah, what is going on? Yeah, he clearly is. <laughs> Maybe with, uh, what's his name, Riggsy or something? That yeah. That guy that's coming back? Anyway. So, anyway, that's all that's new. There's another trailer. That's it. It's coming. I'm excited. So Linda has a lot to watch. No pressure. In like a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Got my homework to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question that we're going to answer this week. Yay. <laughs> 
is if you could design an alien for an episode of Doctor Who, what would it be? We, we actually did we did that, and we'll <laughs> post photos of the pictures we drew. Some of us better than others. Yeah. I don't know. I think my guy looks pretty cool. I think it's cool. Yeah, it is. Okay, you go for it. We'll I'll go describe first. it with your words. Okay. <laughs> it's humanoid in form, as it has. Two arms and two legs and a head, and I did mm -hmm. that because I was thinking, like, actually for Doctor Who, and there'd be a, a people in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and it has big, scary teeth, and it has creepy, like, crab lobster claws, and, like, weird feet claws that I didn't put any details in. <laughs> <laughs> Not important. But mostly it has, like, um, my inspiration was, like, the anglerfish, and so it has this, like, little thing that dangles out in front of its face that gives off, like scientific, I don't know what they call it, they use scientific mumbo-jumbo <laughs> to describe this thing that it gives off, this alien odor or something, Telepathic wavelength. Yeah, wavelength <laughs> thing. And so it, you don't actually see the alien, you see like something that would be attractive to you, so that lures you in and then it eats you. Okay, that's my game. <laughs> what did you name it? Oh, this is Angie the alien, and Angie's a boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he comes from the Family Craw. I didn't have a planet, but I'm gonna I mean, he could be part of your planet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go next then. <laughs> this is okay. Describe it with my words. Mm -hmm. Um I was probably most inspired by like octopuses. I would I say love yeah. octopuses. So if you can imagine, it's kind of like Ursula, where it's like an octopus bottom, <laughs> yep. but kind of as a torso. And my first sketch had arms, but now it has no arms, so it just has like a torso coming up to the head, which has those classic like alien eyes, those mm -hmm. slanted yeah. black eyes. And then, so on the bottom it has 13 tentacles, because that's my favorite number, <laughs> um, which is like walks on. And they can, like, come up and also be, like, hands and stuff, because yeah. there's enough that they could be, like, holding stuff and doing stuff while they're walking. And it it's also handy. has... Very handy. <laughs> <laughs> and it also has... Um, oh, I looked up the name of them, and I forget. Trilek or something from Star Wars, where they have these two big, like, tubes coming out of the back of their head, and they're, like, green or blue aliens. Anyway, so it has kind of like that, but, like, tentacles coming out, so those can be, like, hands, too. And I painted mine uh, purple and pink, but they would come in a variety of colors. <laughs> and it would be Amphibious from the planet Amphibiopia. That's why my guy's from there, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Decided. Um, and I named it, the species, Triscodeca cellophopoda, which means <laughs> I took Triscodeca from... Triscodecophobia, which is fear of the number 13, because okay. Triscodeca means uh, 3 and 10. And a cephalopod is um, like a genus or family of creatures like uh, octopus and squid and jellyfish. Those are cephalopods. So it's Triscodeca cephalopoda. Amazing. Say that 10 times <laughs> fast. Say that one time fast. <laughs> Can't. Good job. So, yeah. Um, if it was actually on Doctor Who, I would say it could have arms and maybe, like, tentacly fingers. Because it would be a person in a suit, you yeah. know? But as I was drawing it, I was like, 
I don't know what to do with the arms, so no arms, just like an octopusy kind of bottom and then the torso going up to head like a human. So that's Triskaidekacephalopoda. <laughs> um, for my, I didn't really do an alien design. I did more like human design gone wrong, because took my inspiration from the Cybermen <laughs> and how like human design thinking it's improving on itself, but it goes bad sometimes. Um, so I did like a self-assisted suicide machine for the future <laughs> and it's like this box <laughs> and it goes it's, bad yeah it goes bad <laughs> and the doctor's gonna shut that down so yeah people taking it the wrong way and killing people that don't want to be suicided so <laughs> cool so Juliana and I went uh, aquatic <laughs> and you went mechanic yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Good job. Can't so we'll yeah. post the photos so you guys can see them. Um, yeah, you'll see that. I'll put on my Instagram and my Facebook. That's where all our stuff, stuff goes because I'm the only one with social media. So all that's uh, at Tish Chambers. Our Facebook is Tish Chambers page. Um, but yeah. Or um, the link in the description always has the blog post link. It'll be there too. So look out for that picture visual to go with the audio. Mm. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get into these episodes. No one's excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm not not excited. It was alright. I, I feel like I mean as okay, we record two at a time. Mm -hmm. Behind the scenes secret. Shocking guys. <laughs> <laughs> So of these two and I boring. feel like the two that we're coming up to afterwards are like these big giant episodes and so I feel a little bit like okay let's get through this yeah, yeah. like these and I feel that way when I rewatch the season two I'm like like by that time in, in season two I'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god it's coming and we're like dealing with the absorb a law yeah <laughs> so. they put in these two kind of nothing episodes yeah. like right before big ending. Yeah. I understand not every episode can be a gem, but kind of like space them out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I would agree. Because it tends to do that. It really, like, I find like you'll get two or three that I'm like, eh, in a row. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, thing. you could Sweet. space them out throughout the season so that I'm mostly high and I have just little once in a while. It's like, oh, this yeah. one wasn't so great, but then there's a great two-parter and then, you know, not like, let's get through these two kind of crappy episodes where they're not even in them. Yeah. So we can get to the big thing. Alright. Alright, let's let's do it though. Season 2, episode 10 Love and Monsters from June 17th, 2006 written by Russell T. Davies. A run-in with the Doctor at a young age leads Elton to a group who's studying him. They become friends and have a laugh until Victor Kennedy arrives. Suddenly everything becomes more serious then people start disappearing from the group. Can the Doctor save Elton and explain his past before he's absorbed by the Absorbaloff? It is. Phew. Yeah. So, that's about it. <laughs> um, it's, it's a weird episode. It's a very yeah. weird episode. I, Almost, I think everyone knows that. Yeah. Almost no Doctor and Rose. Yeah. Which 
makes it kind of lame. Well, like there's <laughs> there's things I don't mind about the episode, but when mm-hmm. I then I, but when I think of it as like a Doctor Who episode, then I don't like it because it's I'm just like, one... but the Doctor's not in the episode. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. It's not a bad story or a bad episode, but it's it doesn't feel like a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, because it's Which just I on like... Earth. It's pretty like, uh, mundane. Yeah. He's not in it. I mean, I find Elton a compelling character. Like, you like him. You're on mm-hmm. his side and stuff. But, like, you know. It would have been more fun if he was in the TARDIS going somewhere with the Doctor. He's not yeah. worthy. You don't no. think Elton would mm-hmm. step up? Yeah. He really reminds me of a character that was on Torchwood one episode. And there's saw He's... He was, like, a guy, like, that age who was, like, really into alien stuff. Um... And the episode of Torchwood, they're trying to solve his murder, and he's kind of like a ghost following them around. I feel like I've seen this episode. Maybe. Um, he's kind of like a nerdy guy. Into, anyway, they just he reminds me of him kind of pathetically following around the Torchwood team, mm. and this guy's kind of like yeah. pathetically following around the doctor trying to figure stuff out. Neither of them are actually very bright, but they're very earnest. Yeah. Very you yeah. know, I don't know. I don't mind him. I find it weird no. though because the actor is one of those British actors that's in like everything. I looked him up because I saw you put that in your notes, and I don't think I've actually seen him in anything. Band of Brothers, he was in and stuff like that. And sometimes I find like when when I'm watching Doctor Who and it's British act because most of the mm-hmm. actors are like. It's a small country. It's a small country of actors. Yeah. yeah, but like a lot of them, like I I don't really know from anything. But sometimes when like one for some reason just stands out I'm fine I'm like oh it takes me out of it a little mm. bit yeah so okay so we start off we do see a little bit of the doctor and Rose yeah and that's cute throwing buckets of something red on, bucket and a blue bucket yeah that was an adorable yeah, little that's adventure so <laughs> that's the thing and that oh, and then they're not in the rest of the episode and you're like but that's the gold like that yeah i feel like the tone of the episode kept that up though it was kind of that's very fair. silly the it's way fair. he finds yeah. jackie so easily it's was very funny and silly yeah, yeah. i it's agree cute. it's a cute I'd agree. episode and yeah and I, I don't hate the episode it no. just doesn't i guess my issue is like okay the time with rose is like so short now and we spend an entire episode without doctor and the rose <laughs> The do- doctor, doctor and, and the, the Rose. Rose. It's, not, it's, not, totally it's not just you, okay? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah. But, One thing I did like about this episode, it puts, like, time perspective on, like, when, yeah. like, these, like, alien events are happening on Earth, mm-hmm. and then, like, while they're traveling, so you know roughly, like, the time spaces in between. That's, like, I felt that sort of helpful. I would agree. Because when you're just watching episodes with, like, Doctor and Rose, you just think it's happening, like, one after the other, but, like, really, mm-hmm. there's, like, a time difference on Earth, so I thought that yeah. was helpful. Yeah, and I like that, how it showed what those events in London mm-hmm. were like for just someone living in London. Yeah. Well, because we were, like, when we were doing those episodes, we were like, how long after yeah, is exactly. this and stuff? And it does. It helps you kind of sort that out, yeah. Yeah. That's true. And also, like, we're always going on crazy adventures with them. So, like, stuff happening in London is just part of it. For, for people living in London, it's like the mannequins went crazy one day. Yeah. And then a few years later, a spaceship crashed yeah. in the Thames. And 
Then yeah. the Sycorax in the sky. Like, they've just had a few of these, like, crazy events. Yeah. Like, and the rest of the time's normal. Yeah. So, that's, that's true. interesting to see, like... Well, and it also reminds you, like, again, like, that time goes on on Earth, yeah. right? Like... Yeah, she's only, like, popping back, like, once a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And in a way, like, when it shows you those things, I felt a little bit like, like, throughout that little montage and then one in the beginning of the final two-parter that we're going to get to next episode, it's kind of like little events, and I feel like we're doing, like, Rose's greatest hits throughout (laughs) some of the episodes, you know what I mean? (laughs) They're like the mannequins, and, like, it's like all the time Mm -hmm. she was on her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, they join together to form London Investigation Detective Agency. Mm. Detective. Linda! Linda! <laughs> also, it's a musical group, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they become a band. A band as well. I love that it's Detective Agency. Yeah. It was little things like that that, like, help the episode, like, be okay and not like yeah, yeah it's a well-written episode yeah it's funny yeah it's kind of just like disappointing at the end the absorbaloff is such a kind of lame ruins it. thing well it's like drawn by like an eight-year-old i know <laughs> but they could have like made a better story out of it i don't know i guess it's just like one by one they disappear and then they melt away and i don't know also the doctor pops in at the end and just goes with the sonic screwdriver and melts him like some aliens are easier to conquer than others yeah no no first they had to break the cane right yeah, yeah. which i was his containment fi- like the slithine like yeah so was slithine had the had the little neck compressor to compress him so this is the same kind of thing yeah except it held him up because without it he melted down yeah instead of compressing him down it was this one weakness. It was weird. Absorb a lot. Uh, I feel like he should have been bigger if he was absorbing things all the time. Yeah. Which I think... Well, yeah, you would think, but maybe the, that's the... Like, trivia or whatever, the little boy who drew the Absorbaloff, who won the contest, he drew it and he imagined it being, like, seven stories tall or something. Yeah. <laughs> but they couldn't do that. But, you know, they have limitations. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they could have done that, but he wouldn't have, like blended in as a human. No, and it would have been expensive because it would have been special effects. Yeah. Yeah. So they just made a gross green suit with faces on it. No, I made it related to the Slitheen because they hate me and they know how much I dislike the Slitheen. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand why the Absorbaloth even cared about the Doctor. Like, what was his motivation? Because he... Would... He thought he'd be tasty. Yeah. The tastiest of them He went to all that trouble just to find the last Time Lord in existence just because he wanted to get yeah. him. He's like a connoisseur of fine wine, except with people. people. Time Lords. Slash aliens. Okay. Because <laughs> he was all like, imagine everything he's seen. He's going to be so scrumptious. Yeah. So he just had to eat those people like survive, but he was, like, waiting for, I guess, a big fancy meal of the doctor. You could tell by the way he parted his hair, he was into, like, finer things. (laughs) I thought he looked so weird. It looked like if someone walked in looking like that, I'd be like, that's obviously a disguise. (laughs) (laughs) Just his, like, facial hair, and his hair was, like, gray, but he has, like, a baby face. Yeah. I thought it was a wig right away. Oh, yeah. 
It looked very fake. You know what? Premature green is the real thing. It's true. But it looked (laughs) so much so fake. It looked so fake. Like, he walked in and I was like, that's obviously a disguise. I don't think they were trying to make... I think they were going to that. Yeah. Because the whole thing was like a silly... Even if he wasn't like an alien, he's he's clearly to to Linda. He's a man in a disguise. Yeah. With eczema. Eczema. Oh, yeah. He's like, no, 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 I have eczema. Don't touch And he's me. like, eczema? He's like, no, 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 eczema. It's, it's worse than eczema. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure, what do we say, eczema? We don't say eczema. No. We would say eczema. Yeah. Whatever, dry skin or whatever it is. So it's it was really like, more like American versus British yeah. pronunciation. You mean eczema? He's like, no, 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 eczema. It's like he's not British and he screwed up pronouncing something and he's like, oh no no, it's because it's uh it's much worse. Worse than that. I didn't just mispronounce funny. this. It it's, uh, it's a different thing. Um, the thing about this episode, like going into it, you know the episode. Like I haven't watched it. I've watched it. Okay, I've watched it a few times because mm-hmm. I've watched the whole series a few times. Yeah. But like, I find it's one of those episodes. I'm like, oh. Have to get this episode. This. I don't hate it as much as I think I do. As, you yeah. know what I mean? There's only one episode I ever hate as much as I think I'm going to. <laughs> it's the fucking TV episode. But <laughs> every other episode that I'm like, uh, I like start watching it and I'm like, oh, and then it's like, oh, it's over. That was good. This one's just like, uh, no doctor. I Rose. know. But then it's yeah. not bad. Kind of get into it. It just doesn't feel um, like Doctor Who. I would agree. The That's the biggest issue with it. That's my biggest issue. It's not a Doctor Who episode. It's a delightful episode of another television show. Yeah. yeah. Like Alton. a spin-off of people who have briefly encountered the Doctor. Mm-hmm. That would be a good show. And also, <laughs> though, they have Moaning Myrtle in it, right? Yeah. And, like, she's that actress that her voice is so distinct that she's never anything but Moaning Myrtle. I think of her mostly, or firstly, as uh, Bridget Jones' Bridget Jones friend. friend. I think that's what I saw her in first. I think I saw her in that first, but it didn't become as iconic as Moaning Well, then Moaning Myrtle. Myrtle, it was, like, a weird thing to find out. Like, oh, she plays Moaning Myrtle. Like, she's, like, in her 30s, and she plays, <laughs> like, 15-year-old ghost. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's she tiny. looks like it, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I recognize her from a lot of stuff. Yeah. That was a cute little love story. Yeah. Yeah. Hated the end, but yeah. Yeah, like, what is he doing with... She's like, it's fine, it's a peaceful life. It's like, you're a face on a cement brick. What kind of life are you having? I felt like that ruined a lot of the episode. Because, like, up to that point, like, even though, aside from the obvious issues that we had, I was like, it's a cute episode. I hated that ending. I was like, you either have her come back or don't. But, like, this, like, oh, she's a face on a... What, what is he going like, to do with that? her? He's responsible for her now, and she's just going to sit there. Or he's going to carry her around and freak people out. Ugh. She's going to, like, only ever see, like, his room yeah. or something. And you don't tell me that you're not going to get bored of that as a girlfriend. Cause, you know, yeah. He's going to move on. Then he's going to cheat he... on her. Of course he is. <laughs> and then, and then, Why like, wouldn't you? And he's was... like, hi, new girlfriend, meet my old girlfriend's face and cement. I have to keep her. Or, you could bury her. Smash her on the ground. Ooh. That just feels I'm just cruel. saying. It is cruel, but it would totally get rid of your problem. I think it's, <laughs> I, it wouldn't take long for her to say, put me out of my misery and like, I know. bury me or I'm something. I'm like a peaceful life. You don't even have ears. How can you hear what we're saying to you? It upsets me. Maybe, maybe he should just bury her 
and that would just too just be peaceful state under the ground. Sensory deprivation. I don't know if she can die now. Mm-hmm. Just jackhammer her. Well, like yeah, let's say if you smash the piece of to... paving stone, that she wouldn't be able to survive that. Maybe you could track mm-hmm. down Assistance. the doctor again. <laughs> like make Sonic it the other way and just melt her. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, she's gonna be like probably okay, the most humane way to deal with it. Yeah. It's a weird ending. Yeah. They could have just, like, not got her, and she and Elton could have been the only survivors, and then we could have believed that there was a nice yeah. little love story at the I end. I agree. Or the doctor could be like, oh, I can bring back the last victim yeah. fully into a person again. Yeah. Because then you can have the tragedy of him losing her, but then she's back at the end, it's like, yay. Yeah, he's still... But, like, this is... It's this weird. in between like thing. It. I don't like it. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so... Elton finding Jackie. I thought that was It was so fun. So funny. It was cute. And it was like, they knew they were making fun. Like, this is hilarious that this happened so easy. It wasn't like a show that's trying to pretend this just happened. No, it was tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Yeah, Very much. Very self-aware. But yeah, it was really cute. It was good. And like, I kind of liked that whole Elton-Jackie thing where like, he was kind of playing her at first and then he was kind of like, oh, Jackie's kind of like fun to hang out with. And I was like, go Jackie! You make friends! And then... Stand up for yourself and you find out that he was being a douchebag. Yeah. I felt a little protective of Jackie. I was like, don't jerk jerk her around. around. Yeah. Yeah. She's all alone. I know. Take advantage of her. She gets left all the time. That's her role. Even Mickey left her. Yeah. She used to, like, take care of Rose's room all the time. Like, she barely leaves the flat. Yeah. Does Jackie have a job? No. Well, she didn't before Rose left, right? Rose worked at the shop, and Jackie... 19-year-old Rose was supporting her mom. Yeah. Lots of people do that. I assume she was, was Jackie that she like a welfare job. mom. Ooh. Maybe? She's like a single... I just thought, like, she would be the kind of mom who would have, like, three part-time jobs. Well, especially, like, she's she supporting cares her daughter. about Rose so much. Yeah, she's not and, like, a deadbeat mom. No. But, but she's never met back and maybe, live off her daughter? Um... Maybe she's like a disability or something. She's not disabled. She's crazy, but she's not disabled. Yeah. Every time we see Jackie, she always has her tan. She always has her blue eyeshadow. So like, I mean, I feel now like that she's Rose is somewhere. with the doctor, she could just like give her some sort of magically charged credit card, and Jackie would be fine. But before, <laughs> like, can I get one of those <laughs> magically charged credit cards? Amazing. She should Look get me a job. up, Rose. <laughs> she should get a job for something to do. She's all alone. She needs to like go to work and okay. Have if she has a job, we don't know. Let's about guess it. what kind of job she would have. Like a beautician shop or something. Like nails. She's doing someone's nails. You can see her working on like Coronation Street in the bar or something. Yes, she could definitely work in a pub. Yep, I would agree. On Coronation Street. Though. On Coronation <laughs> Street. <laughs> Definitely. Like, she's a talker. Oh, yeah. So she'd be a good bar person. Oh, yeah. For sure. Or, like, doing someone's nails and talking to them. Something like that. She always likes to look beautiful, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah. She cares still about her appearance. She's not one of those people that's like, oh, I have a 20-year-old, I'm just gonna stop. No, because she's horny as fuck. (laughs) I know. She she flirts with anything that moves. 
The first episode, she's trying to flirt with the doctor. That was hilarious. I know. Well, even... Wait, when does the doctor see Jackie again? In two episodes, when they... Oh, she plants a kiss right on his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, she does. like, bam, bam. I'm like, whoa. But that's like, (laughs) thank you for bringing my daughter back. Was it? Yeah, she's I think it was kind of like not a bit of that vibe. Was, she wasn't think, glad to see him because he's cute. Or I wasn't like, thank was you. Mostly dish. like, oh, I'm excited yeah. to see you, but also like, hey, I'm gonna take the opportunity. You still look good. <laughs> I don't know. I think she still has like a grudge against him for taking her away. But every time he like does something good, like bring her back for a visit, she's like, oh, you're good. You're a good man. <laughs> I'm gonna kiss you. I'm horny. <laughs> Oh, it's funny the things you think of with your shirt on. She's ah, that's the best line in the episode. I love that. The way that's kind of that's Elton. Like that's who he is in this episode. That's why I like. Yeah, him. he's like things sweet like and naive, just yeah. saying stuff like that, not meaning what it means. You know, just uh, funny the things you think. of. And Jackie is fucking terrifying when she's trying to get into somebody's pants. Uh, I'm like, yeah. whoa, whoa, somebody <laughs> released the beast, man. Like, <laughs> you are a scary lady. Dumps her drink on. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious. She's like, oh no, I spilled. And then she's just like, now you have to take off your shirt. <laughs> she would rape him. It's, yeah. It gets a little bordering on, like, harassment. <laughs> harassment sexual yeah, harassment. For sure it does. But she smartens up because Rose calls and she, like, remembers what her life is like and that she's just being desperate because she's alone. No. And then that seems so sweet. Yeah. I thought she really smartens up when she goes through his shit and finds a picture of... No, before that, yeah. she gets a phone call from Rose and she's well, like... he's, I think like, taking off his shirt or something. Yeah, and she's like, I think you should leave. And he's like, how about we just be friends and we'll get a pizza and we'll, like, watch TV just actually be like proper yeah. mates. proper mates and so he goes to get the pizza and that's how she finds the shit in his coat yeah goes all like oh uh, we'll kill you yeah which go for her go her like she, yeah with being a jerk mm-hmm. and then obviously she like calls up rose and tells her that some guy has your picture and it's not good you upset my mom no one upsets my mom <laughs> <laughs> i love that oh, yeah. um the Absorbaloff. Yeah. Okay, we all hate these. I don't know. Do you hate the Absorbaloff? I hate the Absorbaloff. I'm not a yes. <laughs> okay. When Ursula gets absorbed, she's still wearing her glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. He also absorbs, like, their clothes. Yeah. I know, but, like, she doesn't have them when she's in the paving stone, does she? I think she does. I don't know. I don't like that. This doesn't make sense. He absorbs not just, like, people, know, but, but stuff they're wearing, I guess. Glasses are clearly a defined He doesn't strip them down and absorb them or, like, leave clothes behind. I don't know. It just doesn't... It's like they're just sticking out. I don't know. If, yeah. Okay. The way they're... All their faces are, like, at the edge. Like, why isn't it, like, their foot sticking out or some other oh, part I know of it's bad. I just mean, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way... I just don't like it. Okay. But I don't like the whole thing, so I don't really know. Uh, yeah. All I wrote, this is what I wrote about the end. Stupid ending, stupid baddie, stupid, ugh, useless. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. 
Yeah. It was kind of a fun episode, story. There's music and dancing. Yes. And I liked it before the Observaloff showed up. Yep, yeah. so did I. He rained on their parade. Totally. Yeah. He ruined everything. And I liked how they told it like he was like vlogging to the camera, telling yeah. his story. And mm-hmm. it kind of went back and forth. Yeah. That's about it. Juliana's looking They at just don't look show. right. I'm looking at the Observaloff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like it. Okay. Maybe it's because, like, okay, so they're, like, absorbed, right? I think this is my issue. And they, they're kind of, like, pushing through the skin. Yeah. But, like, the glasses are just, like, still her glasses. Yeah. Like, her red glasses just, like, on top of that face. If it was, like, the impression of her wearing the glasses and stuff, I think that'd make more sense They're still to very me. separate, you mean? But they're like separate. They're just, like, her red. They're not even color changed. They're just her <laughs> red glasses on him. And I think that's where I have the issue. Yeah. Well, she still needs to see. Be- yeah, I know, but <laughs> I understand that, but I'm saying, like, it's it's supposed to be the impression of them, like, pushing through the skin is kind of what I... And her glasses are just sitting on her face. Not, but, like, not even, like, not just, like, separate on, on top. Maybe they not got... Maybe when she gets absorbed, like, your face is the last thing to be absorbed, so it's... Her glasses are still fine. I don't know. You really want to like poke holes in this whole it's thing? It's <laughs> really, I don't There's know. So many it obviously really upset me. Okay. Okay. They have like a rough life though. Too, we find out at the end. Yeah. Like, between his mom and then like his yeah. girlfriend being absorbed, mm-hmm. like you know. I hope that he was like friends with Jackie again. I I knew she'd like, be good friends. Yeah, it was nice. She had someone to hang out with and fix things. Yeah, because he'll totally go, like, he's, he'd be happy to do it and happy to, like, hang out and watch movies. With Ursula. Ursula can hang yeah. out with him, too. No, that'd be weird. <laughs> Why? Brick. Yeah. She can watch a movie. Well, he's got to, like, bring her wherever he goes. She can't go anywhere. She's going to die of boredom. And Jackie he's knows hoping. about it. Yeah, true. He's hoping. Mm. She'll just die. Yeah. But, I mean, he can't take her to, like, anybody else's house, because they'll be like, what the fuck? Why is your girlfriend in a paving stone? It's a long story. <laughs> but Jackie would get it. Anyway, but then Jackie leaves. Yep. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yep. All right. Points of note. Is there anything else on the episode? No, I'm, I'm done. Okay. Done with Points it. of note. <laughs> Um, there's some mention of Torchwood Files. Oh, and they're, like, looking for stuff about the Companion. He said the Torchwood Files have something called a bad wolf virus virus. hiding Companion info. Because she's always the bad wolf through the whole thing. Yeah. So she's hiding Companion information, but not Doctor information. Yeah, apparently. And, um, fun fact, the Absorberloff is from Klom, the -hmm. twin planet of Raxacorco Felipatorius. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't really mean much now, but at the end of season four, Klom is one of those missing planets. Mm-hmm. It sure is. It's not missing in this episode, so I guess they weren't thinking that far ahead. <laughs> but, um, and then there was a very quick reference to Saxon, which comes back at the end of season three. It was in the newspaper or something about... Was it? Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So, actually, this must take place, like, 
Because mm, Saxon was only around for like six months before. Whatever. There have been other little Saxon things, even in Torchwood as well. They yeah. put some vote Saxon posters out there. I like these little things, but sometimes it's like, I didn't see that. I had to read about it on IMDb. I so know. it's yeah, like too so subtle. Too subtle, I know. Especially like we watch for that shit. Yeah, now that we know the season like series so well, we will pick up on those little people saying Torchwood or Bad Wolf and stuff, but don't be too subtle, guys. I thought I muted you. I'm not very good at that these days. Oh my God. Again. So popular. Like, what? My one other friend is texting me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, science, fact, or fiction? Uh, nothing. I don't really nothing. think we need to... There's nothing good in here. Um, I think I covered that with my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing remotely close to any sort of science no. that we could debate, so... Um, Alright, fun facts from Confidential. We kind of already said how the Absorbaloff was designed by a young boy who uh, won a competition... With the children's program Blue Peter. Blue Peter. Blue Peter. <laughs> <laughs> We've been over this. Um, yeah, and his prize was he got to visit the set and see, uh, like, his design brought to life. That's so, that'd be yeah. so cool for that kid. So cool. That'd be so cool for anyone. <laughs> yeah. Take mine. Make a creepy anglefish guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, the reason that um, they occasionally have these, um, like, Doctor Companion light episodes is because they do a thing where they will film, like, two episodes at the same time. Which I kind of feel like, just don't do that and give us 13 full episodes. It does, it happens from time to time, like, but sometimes they're good and sometimes they're this. That's the other thing. Like, Blink. Very good. One of my there, favorite episodes. I feel episodes. like there is more, there's a lot more Doctor and Companion in that. I than guess this. so. But the thing is, like, that was also pretty, like, all of the tape things are pretty easy filming. Like, you can just. Yeah. So. I don't want, like, practicalities of filming to interrupt storyline, you know? It's not fair. <laughs> yeah. So, give me, like, a shitty episode with, like, a kid's drawn alien and no Doctor because, like, filming limit or whatever. Jeez. I don't think they've done one of these in a long time. They haven't. Those are the only two I could think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Just like a lot of complaints. Yeah, they know that they like rate the lowest. Well, as I was saying, like especially when if you've seen it more than once, you know like his time with Rose is so short now. Like, And you're taking away, I feel like, an episode of their amazing adorableness. Mm -hmm. Way to go. I think probably also their um, their budget has gotten bigger over the years because they got more popular, so they don't have to do shit like this. That's true. They can afford to film them all separately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Um, there was a little fact on IMDb that made me say, fuck this shit. Um, <laughs> I don't think... Okay. <sighs> this is what it said. The original concept concerned a female fan of the Doctor's who was essentially stalking him. With a surfeit of strong female characters already conceived for the season, however, Davies decided to instead replace the female stalker with a more well-intentioned male named Elton. I don't like that for so many reasons. First of all, strong female character. Stop saying that, people. 
Yeah. It's fucking shit. And also, a surfeit of strong female characters. Like, oh, we have enough ladies in this this season. Well, it seems so, like, unlike Doctor Who, I feel like. I know. And Davy, Like, I wouldn't think I know. that Davies would... Is this factual? I know, I know it came from IMDb, but, like... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on IMDb for the episodes of, like, original script ideas. Like, originally this character was this, originally yeah, like, this happened. how do I know happened. that? I don't know, maybe just whoever wrote this fact down used that wording, oh. but I really don't like the idea of any like writer that. or producer or anybody not. saying that it should we never... have enough female. Like, I fine. mean, like, I like Elton, but I'd rather it have been originally like they conceived of It could have been like Elton, but a female. Yeah. She could have, we could have had like a weird, naive, earnest girl who yeah. was stalking the doctor. Like, I understand changing it from, like, a stalker to a character like Elton. Yeah, that part I don't have an issue with. It's why you change the gender But it's, like, female stalker to well-intentioned male. Yeah. Like, those, that's the description that I have to go with. Who writes in for IMDb? Is it, like, actual fact-checkers? I don't know. Or is it, like, someone like Wikipedia? Like, anyone can just... I think maybe anyone can submit it, but you might have to, like, cite your sources. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes on IMDb, the little facts say, like, as stated on the DVD commentary, uh-huh. the, like, that's where they get it, or, mm, I don't know. Anyway, I did not, I was not happy reading that. No. Like, really? Like, we have enough strong female characters. Like, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, so there's that. Grades? Maybe, like, a C, C plus? Yeah, same. I give it a C plus. Because, like, it's cute, but I hate the absorb a lot and there's no doctor in it. It's not a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, I just think it's a waste of an episode to not have the doctor and his companion in any it's episode. It's called Doctor Who. Yeah, that's why, like we said, it's it was cute and funny, but it didn't feel like Doctor Who, so... Yeah. I'm not into it, really. And it doesn't advance their story nope. at all? No. Nothing happens. For them. Nope. No. Doesn't just advance any little bit of adventure. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <sighs> yeah. Nope. Okay, we're done with that then. <laughs> Next one. <sighs> All right, season two, episode eleven. Fear her. Fear. <laughs> June twenty fourth, two thousand and six. <laughs> written by Matthew Graham, who has written three episodes: this and the two parter with the Rebel Flesh season, the the Gangers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Season five, six. I was going to say six. But six, I think. Five. Recall that. Um, which is a really good two-parter, I think. Yeah. This one's not that great. <laughs> the Doctor and Rose traveled to London in 2012 to see the Olympics, only to find that children are mysteriously disappearing before people's very eyes. The answer seems to lie with a young girl named Chloe and her strange drawings. But is there something more sinister behind the disappearances? Yeah, her voice. You guys are, like, already growing. Chloe, I love her. Okay, first off, 2012 on Earth is the most boring place that you can go. This was in, like, 2005 or 2006. I know. They had, like, just won the Olympic bid and were, like, really excited about it. I know. So for British people, this is like, yeah, cool. What is so boring. Go to an alien planet. Or really far forward. Or yeah. really far back. Do something that's not... I mean, like, I understand that, but, like, I also, this, the Olympics have fuck all to do with it. 
Yeah. Mm, they don't matter at all in the episode. It was I mean, I know just they use, like the torch. They probably but... just had this story idea that could have kind of taken place any time or yeah. Anywhere, they but... like made it the Olympics. Yeah, they were like, let's set it and get it the Olympics because everyone's excited about that. Boring. Yeah, Chloe thinks it's boring. Oh my god, I, I love hate Chloe every... Webber. Anytime like horror movies use children, it's like the scariest thing ever. That's what they talked about in the confidential episode that goes with this, like how scary children are. Yeah. Like the very first episode of Doctor Who. I think children are scary, but probably in a different way. (laughs) Responsibility. (laughs) 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 Um, Like the very first episode of Doctor Who, like in the 60s or whatever, um, was like a creepy child was like the first thing in that first episode. Fucking scary. Yeah. The voices were ridiculous. Oh, the worst. So, um... I wrote nothing down because I hated this episode. <laughs> you hated it or you just didn't, like, find it interesting? I hated it. <laughs> That's my Chloe Weber impression. It was terrible. Um, okay, well, let's Maybe I didn't understand it. it. I had actor issues again with the mom, but... You recognized her? She's in Love Actually. She plays Hugh Grant's, like, assistant, doesn't she? Is that know. not the same actor? Who's like... Yes. She has fat thighs or whatever. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, that's all I could see the entire time. Yeah, I've never seen that. Love Actually? It's older, right? Like 2005 or something? 2003? That is quite old. It's like 10 years now. <laughs> it's not old, like an old movie. No, it's not before like the my 60s. lifetime. It was like you would have been a movie watching age when it came out. It's a Christmas movie with like tons of British people, and there's like a million storylines going it's on. Kira Knightley gets married. Colin Firth is writing a book. Hugh Grant is a prime minister. Actually, I'm going to write down and watch it. You better watch it. You're welcome. You can wait till Christmas to watch it. Yeah, it's a good Christmas movie. Yeah. Okay, write that down. (laughs) There's a lobster and an octopus in it. There is. That is accurate. They have like a massive Christmas play. At the birth of Jesus. And like the kids are dressed up in like octopus and lobster and like all these random animals. Spider Man. Just Spider-Man. typical Christmas characters. Yeah. Yeah, the, the girl goes to her mom and is like, I'm going to be second lobster. And her mom's like, there's more than one lobster present at the birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah. 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 Duh. <sighs> All right. All right back anyway, to that's, she's totally that. That's And I find, yeah, it pulled me out a bit. But um, I totally blame this all on bad parenting. <laughs> yeah, mom yeah. just allows her to... St- Hide in her room all the time. And be mm-hmm. a crazy, evil bitch child. Well, she's yeah. really scared of her. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, and I know it's not, like, oh, I understand that, like, this alien little thing came and is, like, inside of her. But, like, bad parenting has a lot to do with this. Yeah. It found her because oh, they're but... both sad and lonely. Yeah, but then you get the story that the father was violently abusive towards the daughter. Yeah. So the mother's probably, like, traumatized from years of being in an abusive relationship and watching her child being beaten up. Well, you should so she's a counselor like, then. <laughs> well, I know, that's what I mean. Like, and your daughter suddenly, like, her entire personality changes. Like, yeah. Her daughter should have already been in therapy since But that's what I'm died. saying. Like, I would have expected some proactiveness. She's a scared mother. I don't know. Whatever. Even if she had gotten help, they couldn't have helped because there's a fucking alien inside her. No one knows how to fix that. 
Yeah, but, like, not at the start. Like, I feel like before the alien, when she was already having issues because she had a fucking psychotic father, should have been in therapy, and maybe yeah. that would have helped her, and so Chloe Weber wouldn't have been the crazy target. sad yeah. Chloe Weber, and so the thing wouldn't have infected her. Okay, okay, okay. It would have gotten to some <laughs> other kid then. Well, that's okay. Or it would have died. Wouldn't have been in London. At least you could say you're a good parent then. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor wouldn't have had to carry the Olympic torch. All right. Um, also, like the pictures when she draws, like the little, like they're really I, bad. Und- they're so bad. I understand, like they're supposed to be like children's drawings, but I'm like, how do I know that that kid is supposed to be that kid on the street? That yeah. could be any. How did this of what he was wearing? <laughs> <laughs> I know they're like not good enough to specifically grab something from life. I feel yeah, like it could be any cat. Like the TARDIS, that's specific. That would have got the TARDIS. Yeah, or even like the Doctor, but the kids, it was just like. And the cat, and like, yeah, it's just a cat. That's weird. A brown cat. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Clearly not my favorite episode. Yeah, but there's some good parts. Like Rose and the Doctor together is always good. Uh, yes, yeah. they're adorable. I like the parking error that he makes yes. at the start because I always wondered like, how do you know to place it like so perfectly but, in these little closets and I things? Know. Yeah, that was funny. I believe I said, fuck, they're so adorable. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I start, like, almost all these episodes. My notes start with, like, that the doctor candy. and Rose and the TARDIS being adorable. Heart eyes emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that the doctor's not a cat person. Because of crazy cat nuns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, aren't you a pretty boy or something? Mm-hmm. The, the cat. He's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. I like that he calls them uh, edible ball bearings. He's talking about <laughs> cakes. That's what I call them now. Edible ball bearings. They're actually called silver dredgers. Mm-hmm. Those little silver, yeah. silver things. Oh, edible ball bearings. I know. I love it. He's like, that's so clever. No one else has thought of that in the universe. <laughs> you guys made edible ball bearings. <laughs> and I'm like, I never know the things that are going to like surprise him, you know? Yeah. Um, so, again, like you said, they put this in 2012 with the Olympics because, like, that would appeal to Britons at that time. But, and there's also a poster for someone called Shane Ward, and it was, like, greatest hits, like, advertising for that. So I was like, I didn't bother to look him up, but he must have been, like, just starting his career, Mm -hmm. like, when they made this episode, and so they're inferring that he would be, like, really famous by then. Mm. I've never heard of him. Mm. Me neither. I didn't even bother to look him up. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, in the shot, like, and it yeah. lingered as it was an obvious, like, thing. Big deal. For British yeah, people. Yeah, probably would have been a big deal in Britain. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. funny, like, the doctor's influence on Rose. Like, when she's at the garage door and she's like, I'm not going to open it. I'm going to open it. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what the doctor would have done. Like, we shouldn't open it. Let's open it. Don't run off. I'm gonna run off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't understand. The scribble thing comes out, and yes. it's made of graphite, he says. Yes. I am not gonna go near so the She draws things, one. and it, like, captures them on the paper, but then she does a scribble, and it creates a scribble. Like, what are the rules here? No rules. The rules mm-hmm. are that she has a large amount of... What's the energy she has? I don't know. They talk about it. Ionic something? Yeah, like ionic 
energy or something. And apparently that can do whatever the fuck you want it to do. Okay. And he, like, shrinks it down somehow. It's, like, moving, and then he shrinks it down to a little thing. And then he erases it. That I is know. weird. I don't know. I don't know any of... The, the rules are not very well Stupid. thought out in this episode, I find. No. But, That's the know. thing that bugs me about episodes. Like, even... Like this? Yeah. Or, like, like, any episode. Because you can do that with pretty much every episode. I know they all have, like, flaws, but, like... Like, we could take apart all the episodes, and we do, like, for the science. But at least, like, within the episode, there are, like, rules that we understand. You have to set up this world that we're in. And then there's episodes like this where you don't set it up, so I don't get it. This seems like she can take people by drawing them and then also create, but it's all through drawing. Like, I don't... But the only thing she creates is the scribble. scribble. She doesn't try to create friends. Yeah. Which would I guess she's... I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know how she creates the scribble. I don't get, like, the whole, like, angry dad in the closet. Those are the, yeah, she created him. Yeah. But he's just still a drawing in the closet, but he's, like, alive. Yeah. (laughs) He's just a drawing in the closet, but then when they, like, fix it and all the kids come back, he becomes a real thing as well. Uh, But, like, then why didn't the scribble become real then? Scribble and not was, like, before s- then. thrown away somewhere in the I know, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't... I don't know, he erased it. <laughs> I, I understand that. I mean, I mean, like, it, it came to life earlier, and I don't understand that. I'm saying it would make sense, then, to me, if it came to life then, when everything else came back to life. But yeah. it doesn't make sense to me that she created it yeah. out of nothing earlier. That doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> and then they just had to sing to get rid of... Yeah, because it was all in her imagination or something. I'm so confused. I did like when the doctor was eating, like, jam off of his fingers or whatever in the kitchen, and Rose was just like, no, don't do that. Like, he forgets his human manners. I know. (laughs) Rose is like, traumatizing thing going on. He's really not polite. It was cute. Uh, They're so cute. Um, I made a lot of notes, but none of them are important. I thought it was, like, a bad version of The Exorcist with that voice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was, and, like, it wasn't a creepy episode, and then that voice was, like, pretty creepy. Yeah. My voice bothered me. Um, I wanted to thank Rose so much, and she's like, fuck, I had kids. She, like, hates on kids for, like, the first half, and I'm like, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, bring him back, Chloe! I'm gonna fucking kill you! I was like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, you're a child. The doctor wouldn't want me to be acting like this towards you. Um, so there are some things that we can see whether, like, because this is set in the future for them, but it's the past for us now, so we can, like, see what they got right about 2012. There was a thing where she, like, clicks something on the computer and, like, the news shows up. Yeah. Which is true. We can watch TV on our computers now. Um, what else was there? I mean, obviously the Olympics didn't go like that. The entire stadium didn't disappear. No, that did not happen, but... Um, the doctor did not finish the torch, but Matt Smith got to carry the torch. Yeah, he did. did he? For a little while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. He the doctor at the time. He was time. actually the doctor at the time. Um, I have a problem. I'm skipping all the way to the end. But okay, I'm, I'd we're like talking to talk about a little drawing. bit about... Okay, the drawing. We're talking go about how the drawings rules work. Okay. So she's trying to draw the entire earth, 
Yeah. Okay, but you can only see half the... Is that what you're going to say? Sorry. No, I didn't even think of that. Okay, continue. Here. Well, you can only see the front of the children she's drawing. I guess that's true, too. Okay, but she's drawing the entire earth, and yeah. when she draws something, it gets, like, sucked into that drawing. So she's drawing the entire earth. That includes her on the earth making the drawing, so the earth gets sucked into the drawing, but the drawing is on the earth, so it's sucked in... It's like this... <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It, like, implodes. I know, it's like the entire universe would implode if she finished that, because it would be like... Yeah, I thought she knew that. An infinite loop. I thought she knew that. I think she knew I think they were just trying to show that she was trying to get as many friends as possible. But I was like, wait a second, you're on that earth. What happens if you draw yourself? And you get sucked, like... She was already in it, though. I think, like, she knew, like, the whole point is, like... I guess the implosion, but, like, it would be sucked into itself, and then she'd be there with everyone. No, but my are... issue is that if it's the entire world, why would it be any different, like, in a drawing versus in, you know what I mean? Like, why would that be Well, because, like, when the kids friends? are in the drawing, she just, like, feels their energy or something. I guess. So if she had, like, the entire Earth, or let's say she drew, like, a continent. She has an entire continent in a drawing. She would feel all those people. But my problem is if you're drawing the entire earth, you're drawing yourself as well. So if the earth is going into the drawing, but the drawing is in the drawing and the... <laughs> I don't know. It's like a paradox, infinite loop thing. It doesn't make sense. So it's a good thing she didn't finish it. Because it would have been like a weird... just implode. Yeah, like the where the earth was would be like this constant, weird, crazy spasm in time and space that yeah. if the doctor wasn't already in it he would come across it and be like ooh what's going on here <laughs> what's happening with this <laughs> like a weird time loop thing mm. but anyway she didn't get to finish okay what were you gonna say um well the doctor and Rose are like in the TARDIS and we come up with new uh, information uh, yeah when he's like, I was a dad once. Oh, yeah. Just drops out. I like, it's no big deal. And Rose is like, what did you say? And he just will never talk about it again, pretty much. That yeah. is heavy. That's heavy shit, man. That's like the only thing we've ever heard about him on Gallifrey or family or any sense of that. I mean, that, that, that would, you would assume that like, oh my God, like he had a, like a family, like he had children or at least a child. Yeah. Well, if you, people who have seen, like, the classic Who, his first companion when he started was his granddaughter. Yes. But. Cool. But for this series. But, it, yeah, for this, this series, we first. have no idea, right? And it brings a whole new level of sadness to the time war and him being the only one left. Yeah. But that he was alone long before the time war. I know. He had, like, eight regenerations before that. I know. But also, like, Rose, like, I don't know. That'd be a lot She's of information. Like, what? Because like, every companion thinks that they're the special, special. And they are. But and then stuff like this you comes forget up and like, that he had a life before you and that he's going to have a life after And he's, after like, 900 you. years old. Yeah. And I understand why they forget that, but I'm just saying, like, so this always comes up and then companions are always like, holy shit. What? No. Yeah. But... Like, the, he, we think of it as, like, how can you just say that so casually? Like, being a dad is not, like, a huge deal. But he's, like, 900 years old. He's on his 10th regeneration. I assume he also just does not want to talk about that. Yeah, but he, but the reason, like, he can bring it up casually, like, oh, I was a dad once, and say it like that is because... It's been it so was, long yeah, since, yeah. yeah. That was, like, yeah. 10 regenerations ago. Yeah. 
So it is, like, very distant for him as well. Of course, yeah. And I think he probably, like, let it slip and was like, oh, fuck, shouldn't have opened <laughs> no, that can of worms. So he just skips over that and keeps talking about something else. Yeah. Okay. What else is there to say about this? Foreshadows Rose's demise again a little <sighs> bit. Yeah. Storms of Bruin or something. Storms of Bruin and the whole like who will hold your hand I'll hold your hand or whatever forever. He's gonna be alone. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I'm like silence. Well like even okay, I was watching I watched I watched on Netflix and so like they had they do the whole thing with the preview for the next episode. Like, yeah. even the preview for the next episode, it, like, came on. And, like, it was, like, instantaneous <laughs> welling. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so. Yeah. I didn't watch it the same night, though. I, like, let these two sit because I don't love them that much. And yeah. then, like, I prepared myself. All right. Goosebumps. Are we done with this episode? Yeah. Yes, but nothing we are. Saying. No. Points of note, I have the thing he says, I was a dad once. Yeah. Well, it's a big point of note. And at some point he says something about the the shadow shadow proclamation. Yeah. Again, which we still don't know what that is watching it. No, but, I mean, we know it's kind of... Something about rules. Yeah, United Nations-y type thing, but we don't really know what, and we see more, obviously, in the future. Yeah, but, like, at this point, watching the shows, I think this is the only second mention. It's the second, yeah. And the first one was the first episode. Yeah. So, it's mm-hmm. really, like, jibber-jabber doctor Well, speak. most people <laughs> probably wouldn't even remember, I mean, because it was the first episode, and your first time through, you probably wouldn't even remember yeah. that it had been mentioned. Again, these subtle little things yeah. that, like, we don't even catch. Um, science factor fiction is more like 2012 factor fiction, yeah. <laughs> which I guess I kind of already talked about. Yeah. Yeah. That Matt, Matt Smith got to carry the torch. Good for Matt. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who is a really big part it of makes like, British perfect, culture. It makes a lot of sense. I mean. They probably had like famous athletes and yeah. other political figures I'm sure doing they did, it. Or, but I mean, you think. And the doctor. You think <laughs> British television and like. Doctor Who is the first thing a lot of people would think of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of the pillars it's, it's, of their. It's been around a long time. Pop it's part culture. of their. Even if you haven't watched it, everyone like knows, knows what, what it is. is. Yeah. And... The TARDIS, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Confidential stuff. Um, it was filmed in January, which is why it's so cold on the street. You can see their breath, and I think they. Said they put in a line where he says it's unusually cold. For this yeah, because yeah. it's the yeah. Summer Olympics. I know, but they you can clearly see their breath. Um, and like I said, the confidential episode was about children being creepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, that was the theme of that episode of Confidential. So creepy children. Yep, grades. C plus. C minus. Yeah. C C plus. Mm-hmm. You hated it. I hate. Yeah, that's fair. I, I like the Doctor and Rose. It was better than the last one because there was at least Doctor and Rose, mm. but also not better than the last one. I hated this one more. I think yeah. there's a lot of things I disliked about it more, but they have more Doctor and Rose, so it evened it out to the same grade as I gave the first. Yeah, <laughs> I said like I love Doctor and Rose, but I hate the baddie, I hate the drawings, and I hate the Olympics. And I'm a sports nut. So. Well, it wasn't even anything I about know, the Olympics. I know, but that's my point. And I said it's not even fun time or space. Like, 
No, there's nothing really fun like, about it. It's one thing if it's a bad story, but it's like a really awesome alien or like a really cool planet. It's just Chloe Weber. Chloe, Chloe Weber. <laughs> I love Chloe Weber. <laughs> We're gonna be together forever. Oh my god. I like the um like the alien. I explained like there's like four billion of them in a. I didn't mind that, but it's like you didn't really get mm. all you saw was it float away. That was all you. Yeah, got to but see. an interesting yeah. alien. I guess. It's like a flower, like a pollinating yeah. type of a thing. I didn't expect it to look like that when Chloe sort of... It was kind of pretty. ...soft it up. Yeah. It's kind of like a pretty... Yeah, I'm like, why was it making that looking. ugly voice, though? <laughs> I know. Yeah. She's been like, oh, I love Chloe yeah. Webber. Chloe Webber and I are best friends. So maybe Chloe was a bad actor, so she couldn't do like. Maybe a cool that was her version of the voice. I just yeah. Did. Somewhere in the like IMDb or something said that um, that actress found it really hard to whisper and do that voice because she already has a raspy voice. I don't know if you have a raspy voice, it's difficult to whisper. Why did you hire that actor then? I don't know. I don't know. She could act. Could she? <laughs> Half the time she was like sleep drawings. That's not much acting, right? Yeah, I can do that. Anyone can do that. Yeah. I don't know how they <laughs> cast for Dr. Who. Fuck Tish, you're supposed to know everything. <laughs> I didn't right. actually watch the entire Confidential episodes for these, because I was bored. Yeah. Yeah. I skipped through to see what they are about. Um, conclusion? Final thoughts? Not the greatest episodes. No. Mm, no. <laughs> but we're coming up to some good ones. Yeah. My issue is that there's like two Bad subpar episodes, right? Yeah. Because if this was like airing on TV, you would kind of like lose viewers. You're going to disappoint them. And then next week it's like disappointed yeah, again. Yeah. That's not good. No. Oh, well. Oh, well. They can't all be wonderful. I guess. I guess. Um... Next week? Next week is episode 12 and 13, the season finale. Oh my god. Oh, we're and gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, I might even cry talking about it. <laughs> um, and we have a question that we will answer um, on podcast episode 14. And the question is, which alien species would you most want to be? Slash and why? <laughs> yeah. Alien species from Doctor Who. From Doctor Who, Who. <laughs> yeah, of course. Not just, like, in general. Yeah. Unless you'd like to be... Unless you know about animal. a real-life alien, alien species yeah. that if you, you would like to be. know. Would you like to tell us about your discoveries <laughs> in space? <laughs> Alright, so you can email us that question. Um, also, if you want to answer the question that we answered this week, if you haven't yet, you can... Do that and like draw it and send, send it us in. your picture. Design. You still have time. <laughs> <laughs> We're always we'll always take submissions or answers to any of our questions because yes, we yes. love to see that stuff. Yeah, especially this one because we want to see your drawings of baddies and aliens and crazy things. And you don't have to be the best drawer in the world. Trust me. No, to yeah. do it. <laughs> You'll see um, link in the description to the blog. We'll have pictures of all of our creatures that we created. And uh, links and stuff like that on the blog. Yep. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> See you next.
next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I see it. Oh. Come on, my scarf.